Hey, Wags. What you doing? I'm ready to drink. All right. Lombardi's Legends podcast, we've got a uh, former professional bartender here, Wags. What are you thinking? Uh, I think today we should make a Bernie Blast. And, of course, we're going to be using Leaf Spirits vodka. And uh, then let's just go ahead and get started here, Dave, shall we? So let's do it. First of all, what we're going to do is we're going to put one and a half ounces of OJ in the bottom of an empty glass. So this is like a health drink then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to just cover that with ice. And then now we're going to move over to the side. And uh, if we could come in here and take a close look, uh, we're going to pour in uh, ingredients successively in separate mixing glass. We've got our vodka. Your choice of blue Caraco. Blue Caraco. Absolutely. Do they have green and gold Caraco, do you know? Uh, I, I don't think it would be necessary for green and gold. Okay. Um, as much as I love where your head's at, Dane, it's blue. And then we're going to put in some ginger ale. Four and a half ounces of lemonade. All right. And now we're ready to mix. So if you have a mixer, we can just go ahead. This is an old bartender trick when you're at your tailgate. Just pour it back and forth. We've got our main drink glass with the OJ. We're ready to go. I'll tell you what, I'm excited to drink some of this Leap Spirit vodka. Whatever it's in, it's going to be really good. I know that. All right. And finally, we are going to garnish with a lemon twist. Okay. There's the gold portion of our green and gold. I like it. There you go, Dan. Thanks, Wags. Let me have a sip. It's delicious. Smooth. Leap spirits vodka. Terrific. Thank you, Wags. Absolutely. Cheers. Go back, go! Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave the wish of good luck. Only thing I will Welcome in to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. I am Wags and joining me as always is Dane. Dane, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, Wags. I'm doing good. After a bye week, I feel refreshed as well. And I'm um, looking forward to some Monday night football, Packers versus Rams at Lambeau Field. Um, the, the playoff odds are long, but uh, we're still alive right now, and I'm ready for some more Green Bay Packer football uh, here. Yeah, soon. absolutely. Recording here on an early Friday afternoon. And Dane, we were just talking before we jumped on. Playoff odds have gone from about uh, just a shade under five percent to uh, a little over, a little under, or a little over ten percent, depending on where you look. So uh, Packers didn't play last week, and things bent went about as well as they possibly could. Now all they've got to do is go win four straight games and still get a little luck go their way. But Dane, um, I, I, I am excited to talk about this game, and we get at least, hopefully, if we can get a win this week on Monday Night Football against a Rams team that's very depleted on both sides of the ball. Um, we might get at least one more week of slim uh, playoff hopes and to keep our optimism alive. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you know what? We said it uh, on our social media that um, 
for some teams, the playoffs start sometime in January. For the Green Bay Packers this year, it started last week in Chicago. And they took care of business in Chicago. And you said it. They need some luck, but things have fallen the way that we needed them so far from other teams' perspectives. But if the Packers win out, Wags, they apply a lot of pressure to a lot of teams going into that week that week 18. And, you know, just take care of your business and let's see how things fall. But um, whatever happens, if the Packers were to win out the remainder of the year, talk about momentum. And, and you know, they're, they're playing for something right now. I'm eager to see. Now, remember, we have been pretty bad coming out of the bye under Matt LaFleur's tenure. Uh, so I'll be curious to see how this Packers team comes out on Monday night. But you can't tell me that they don't know that it's in front of them right now. If they went out, they give themselves really good odds in making the playoffs somehow, some way. So I want to see a fiery, excited Packer football team on national TV Monday night. At yeah, Hammond and Field. hopefully coming out of the bye, we're a little bit more healthy. Right. Um, we talked about Aaron Rodgers and his thumb yeah. getting an extra week. It sounds like he's practicing now without any wrap or support on his hand. Uh, so seems to be good news on that front. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is back practice, said he's definitely going to be ready to go Monday night. So some great news there. Um, and uh, certainly it can't hurt for some of our veterans. Uh, a guy like Devondre Campbell getting extra week. He's been a little bit hobbled. Um, certainly Aaron Jones was a little beat up heading into the bye. So hopefully he's feeling a lot fresher and, and um, ready to go here uh, as we get into the home stretch. Um, uh, the one guy, Dane, that it doesn't look like is going to be ready to go and it's not really injury related is David Bakhtiari. So it's a long shot after he had his uh, appendectomy surgery before that Bears game, um, which isn't a surprise. I mean, I, I don't know how long it normally would take someone uh, that has an appendectomy surgery to be ready to play in an NFL football game. I'm guessing it's probably at least a few weeks. Um, uh, this is not a, a normal type of, of surgical procedure right. injury that thankfully guys have to deal with in, in, in the middle of a football season. Uh, but um, it doesn't sound like He's uh, very likely uh, to very uh, more more likely. He's very unlikely for Monday. They didn't rule him out entirely. Um, so hopefully, um, even if he's unable to go Monday, uh, he's on the mend and, and may be ready to go by the following week in Miami. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned how depleted the uh, the Rams are um, just broadly right across the board they have a ton of injuries and and maybe maybe it's a good time uh, to also look at their their um, injury report and um you know it's it's as much about the guys that are hurt now as opposed to the guys that have been hurt now for a few weeks i mean this is a team that's without cooper cup uh, um, uh it's a team that's without um without their quarterback and matt stafford uh and you know this week coming in, they also have a, a major significant injury at their all pro, you know, future hall of famer in Aaron Donald. And he's listed as questionable this week. Uh, Matt LaFleur is quoted as saying that he thinks that, um, you know, you've got a plan like he's going to be playing, but from a lot of the Rams media, they, it seems like they don't think it's as likely he's going to play. And Wags, I just, I can't even begin to describe how big of a, um, a break it would be for this Packers team if they do not have to face Aaron Donald this week in the middle of that defense. It's a, he makes that defense light years better. This is a 
defense, mind you, that already they're not that good this year. The Rams just have had a really tough year, but without Aaron Donald, it, it makes a defense that's been up and down for Los Angeles become, frankly, not very good against the run. And, um, you know, I, I think they would be a huge positive for the Packers. You don't want to hope somebody's hurt, but if Aaron Donald's unable to go, it's a huge, huge benefit, I think, this Packers offensive line. Yeah, certainly. And it would enable the Packers offensively to play the type of game that they want to play, which is to run the ball. Um, all accounts are the weather's going to be cold in Green Bay on Monday night. It might be around 10 degrees. Um, it might feel colder. It probably will. So uh, if the uh, guys up front don't have to deal with Aaron Donald in the middle of that defense, certainly that uh, could be a big boost for this Packers run game. And uh, we've seen in the last three, four weeks now, a little spark of hope for the Packers offensively. Certainly uh, Christian Watson had a big part in that, but I think the, it started with getting this run game going, frankly, getting this offensive line healthier and guys in the right position. And so this is a game that if Aaron Donald's unable to go, I expect to see a continuation of that. Um, I think there's a lot of excitement and rightfully so around Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, but uh, I would expect especially if Aaron Donald's not there. But even if he is, Dane, uh, just take a page out of Coach LaFleur's playbook. Even mm -hmm. if he is, this is this is a game that hopefully we've got a, a slightly refresh Aaron Jones. We've seen uh, A.J. Dillon really start to hit his stride the last uh, few games. And so this is a stretch that I think the Packers would really like to continue to see that run game evolve and uh, be productive against a Rams defense that, as you said, has struggled a little bit at times this year. And so Aaron Donald or no Aaron Donald, it's going to be important that we stick with that run uh, game and then that should open some things up, hopefully in the pass game, if the Rams have to do, bring uh, some help up and uh, try to do uh, a little bit extra to slow this Packer offense down on the ground. Um, so I ask you then, is is Aaron Donald a, yeah. big, a big enough loss if he's unable to go that that could be something that would actually change the productivity or the game plan uh, of what the Packers want to do offensively? Might they have some tweaks or adjustments ready to go if Aaron Donald is in versus if he's not able to go? You know, wait, it's a it's a good question. And and this is what's so bizarre about football at the NFL level. Um, for whatever reason, the Rams have been really good for a number of years. I mean, hell, they won the Super Bowl last season, right? Um, but for whatever reason, um, no matter what the iteration is, the Packers have seemed to have the the Rams number over the last couple of years. And I think going into this year, you know, circling this game on the schedule, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that these are two teams below 500 with four games to play, I would have been like, I'm pretty surprised by that. Um, but, you know, here we are. Um, but whether Aaron Donald's been in the lineup or not, the Packers have had a lot of success. Uh, against this Rams defense over the years. Wags, I remember a few years ago, uh, you and I were at a playoff game uh, at Lambeau against the Rams and barely heard Aaron Donald's name called at all. Elton Jenkins has had been a critically good matchup when he's played guard, a matchup against Aaron Donald. So I think answering your question, I'm not sure if the game plan changes 
all that much against this Rams defense. I think the Packers like the matchups that they have up front against the Rams, particularly um, if they can get Elton Jenkins on Aaron Donald. Elton Jenkins has been able to dominate the series whenever he's played Donald. And you can't say that very often about somebody facing future Hall of Famer like Donald, but it just seems to be the fact. Elton Jenkins plays some of his best football against best talent, and and he does that against the Rams. So I think the Packers are going to plan for um, – for Aaron Donald to play, um, but with the possibility he doesn't play. But either way, I think this is going to be a run-heavy game uh, game plan for the Packers. You mentioned A.J. Dillon is coming into his own uh, this year for him. He's kind of turned it up a notch in the last few weeks. Aaron Jones getting healthy. And I think the Packers' game plan coming in is going to be cold. It's going to be smash-mouth football. You're going to try to set the tone early with the run game. You're going to play some uh, um, RPO. You're going to do some play-action fakes. But at the end of the day, you're going to grind this Rams defense down uh, and play physical football up front. We think that our best five up front are going to be better than the best five, four, five, six for the Rams on the defensive side of the ball. I think we can put push them around on Monday night. Yeah, and I think one of the other things that's a little bit, I agree with everything you said, by the way, Alton Jenkins, great point, has, has played very well against Donald, as, as well as anybody can play against Aaron Donald. Uh, but the other thing is that the Packers have gotten very good blocking from the outside, and that's been something that they've done well against the Rams. Is, is uh, Aaron Jones has found a lot of lanes to run, maybe not right up the middle, but um, off end. Uh, on either side, either left or right. And part of that is uh, some of the, the good play that we've gotten at tackle position, but also Mercedes Lewis seems to win matchups. And so I think that's been something that's helped this run game evolve. Uh, and not to take anything away from the receivers, we've gotten really good blocking from, um, from Alan Lazard. And uh, when he was getting more snaps, Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson has uh, seemed to do, do a pretty good yeah. job of blocking from the wide receiver position. So I, I think that's going to be something that we can continue with this week, and that'll give some some different looks. So I'm excited to see uh, if Coach LaFleur is able to, and this offensive coaching staff, add a couple of wrinkles. Um, as you said, we've done very well, uh, surprisingly, against this Rams team when the defense has been playing really high level, and they're not as much this, this year. So hopefully uh, we're able to take advantage of that, um, find some lanes, and, and exploit some things uh, based on some of the looks that we can give them. Um, Dane, let's let's transition a little bit then. Um from the run game, this passing offense of the Packers, uh, what are some things that, that you yes. are looking for this week? Are we going to see a lot of Romeo Dobbs, or do you expect that he might just get eased back in in his first week back? Um, and what can we expect from Romeo Dobbs in his first week back? Well, I, you know, I'm not going to expect the moon from Romeo, uh, but, I mean, just the, the mere fact that, we've come so far this year and we've been able to see Romeo show some, some real flashes of talent before the injury. And then in the last four or five weeks, Christian Watson's taken not only the Packers offense, but the league by storm uh, with the talent that he's displayed offensively. It's very, very exciting. The prospect that these two are going to be on the field at the same time for this Packers offense. Um, this is a, an offense that has only seen them play simultaneously for 
under 60, I think, 6-0 snaps on the entire year. Um, I think that they are very complementary in, in how they play the game as well. Um, they can both be big play receivers, but I, I just, you know, coming into the year, we thought Romeo Dobbs was going to be the guy who maybe initially could be a little bit more steady, maybe a little quote unquote pro ready. And that Christian Watson had a higher ceiling, but was coming into it, um, you know, with a, a little bit more of a learning curve. Um, I think some of that has actually played out prior to the injury. Romeo Dobbs was a little bit more impactful early, but now coming into this, I think that they, they're going to be very complementary players to one another. I'm extremely excited to see that. Um, to answer your question, I don't think we're going to see Romeo playing all the snaps, right? I don't think he's going to be out there as much as Christian Watson's going to be out there. I think we're still going to see a lot of the two wide receiver sets with with uh, with um, uh, Alan Lazard and Christian Watson probably getting the majority of the snaps. That's how this offense has been playing the last few weeks when they've been winning football games. Um, but I do think that we're going to see uh, um, you know Romeo getting worked in. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets twenty to twenty five snaps. Uh, in this week, they're going to probably play it by ear, see how he's feeling, uh, see how he's moving out there. I promise you the eye in the sky doesn't lie. They're going to be paying attention, watching his movements out there to get him back into football shape. But Wags, I do think that we're going to see some uh, um, three and four wide receiver sets and do not be surprised if we see Watson and Romeo Dobbs, the, the, this coaching staff, makes a concentrated effort to give them a few snaps out there. At the same time, try to use one of them to take the top off the defense and allow for the other receiver to make a play with the ball in their hands. And that's what I think this Packers fan base is going to be clamoring for is I think we're getting a glimpse into the future and the future is now with these two very young and very talented wide receivers for the Packers. Yeah, it's an exciting prospect, but um, I wasn't setting you up there to try to keep everyone's expectations in check, but I think you laid out a very realistic scenario. Sure. Um, uh, some folks might think it's going to be the the full on Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson show, and and uh, while it would be great to see Romeo make an impact uh, immediately upon his return, I, I don't think that it's uh, also a realistic expectation to put that much on his plate as he's coming back and working his way back from injury. Um, that said, that this it could help other guys in a lot of ways. We've seen how. The return of That's Sammy right. Watkins and Christian Watson, even though Sammy hasn't gotten that many snaps um, since since uh, Randall Cobb dealt with his injury and missed a few games, uh, his his snap count has been about where I think you want it to be. And and that's and I say that in that I think he can be yes. very, very productive in a you know, around twenty snaps a game. Uh, and uh, the same can be said. Sammy Watkins' snap count has dropped off a cliff, but I think, to a lesser extent, uh, maybe the same could be said for a guy like uh, Alan Lazard or even Christian Watson, who's gotten a whole heck of a lot of snaps in the last week. Um, with he, he's probably got a ton of stamina and wants to be out there the whole time. Uh, but I think if you can be creative and in, in giving some of these guys a few plays off here and there, uh, that can can really help everyone uh, to be able to be more effective when they're out there running routes. Uh, then you're not as tired later in the game, especially in these conditions. The field may not be in the best condition. It's going to be cold. It's just harder to breathe in that cold air. Um, so I, I think you know, just getting another guy back 
that hopefully will have fresh legs. Um, young guy. Um, the, the biggest key, I think, though, for Romeo Dobbs and the opportunity he has is is ball security and, and hands. And that's an area where he was a little bit inconsistent mm-hmm. in some of the opportunities he had early in the regular season. And so, um, so he's going to have to really be focused, understand that, you know, you can't go out there and try to score every play, uh, just uh, uh, let the game come to you and, um, and not try to press too much. And so I think that'll be something that I'll be looking for is, is that Romeo just settles in and isn't trying to press and, and do too much in his return and, and just lets the, the game come to him. And when the ball gets thrown his way, uh, if he can make a play uh, on the ball, great, and just take advantage of the opportunities he has. Um, Hey, Wags, Wags, I got a question for you looking at this offense. Um, and, and we'll be talking a ton about offseason stuff down the road, of course. But um, is it fair to say or do you agree with my assessment that this offense that we're going to look at, say the starting 11 or so on this offense, this very well could be the starting 11 we see next year. And we yeah. haven't really had yeah, this iteration, yeah. um, but we're kind of, you know, the offensive line, obviously the Rogers stuff we'll talk, but, you know, it's We've, we're seeing the pieces in place now, in my eyes, and this might be one of the first looks, uh, early glimpse at the 2023 Green Bay Packer offense. Yeah, it really could. Zach Tom. Um, I, I, I mean, without going full on offseason yep. discussion mode, uh, I, I think Zach Tom's got to have a leg up uh, to be a, mm-hmm. a starting offensive lineman. I don't know for sure if it'll be at left tackle, uh, but let's, uh, again, we'll talk about that in the offseason. Alan Lazard. Free agent. Who knows what communities he's had as well. And uh, I think uh, Coach Gudikins actually called out uh, in in his recent press conference, uh, Toure as as another young receiver that could be part of the future uh, for as a weapon in that wide receiver group. So um, I think it is kind of an exciting prospect to think about. Now, certainly. Um, tight end, I think, will be a little bit more up in the air. Um, but um, uh, when you're talking about the core yeah. of the skill position players in the wide receiver and running back room, as well as with this offensive line, and I'm just going to say it now, um, uh, just based on the contract, folks, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere unless he wants to retire. So um, so I, I agree, Dane. I think it's both right. a, an exciting thing to look at this uh um, if the Packers can go out there and take care of business starting Monday, um, I, I would like to see uh, us continue with this balance attack, get this run game going, um, and uh, hopefully uh, to be able to take advantage of some opportunities in this past game um, and Aaron having another weapon back to to utilize in Romeo Dobbs um, and uh, let's see let's see what he's able to do. Um, this offense looked a heck of a lot different. Than when Romeo Dobbs was out there before. Early in the season, it was yes. like we were relying on rookie Romeo Dobbs to come in and carry this passing offense. And I think it's safe to say that while he did some good things, that was probably putting a little bit more on his plate than he was ready for. Um, now he comes back and he can just be part of this this passing attack and he probably isn't someone that we necessarily need to rely on uh but um uh, he's that might mean he's put into a position where he can you know have more of a positive impact um and uh to be honest with you uh be in a better position to be successful 
Yeah. I mean, Christian Watson is the, um, he deserves so much credit for this too. Christian Watson completely changes the face of this offense when he's playing the way that he's played over the last four or five weeks. Uh, it's been an incredible shift. All of a sudden, uh, what was supposed to be one of the weak points of this team, uh, the wide receiver, there's a huge space for optimism with two very young, very skilled players. Uh, but Christian Watson at times has been uncoverable um, and, and he still has room to grow. It's just an incredible. I mean, don't tell me that the the running game hasn't gotten a little bit better because Christian Watson's so damn dangerous. It's just a really exciting proposition when you have a guy who's a game changer. We've we've been spoiled with Devonte Adams for years, and uh, certainly Christian Watson's not Devonte Adams uh, level yet, uh, but he's been extremely talented for a quarter of a, a NFL football season, and he's going to um, you know the, the offense is just going to get better uh, the better that he. Dane, I have a play. question for you before we move over away from the offense speaking we alluded to Aaron Rodgers yeah. maybe his thumb being better we've got the Christian Watson effect on this offense we've got the offensive line the running game has gotten going a little bit this offense isn't back to the levels that we've had in years past at this point but it's trending very much in the right direction here towards the end of this season um agreed what have you seen do you think that Aaron Rodgers have you seen anything from him in the last few games that tells you that he might have the capability of raising his game like we've seen him do so many times over the years. Do you think it's realistic that Aaron Rodgers, from what you've seen from him, we've seen some downs, we've seen some inconsistent play this year. Is there anything that you've seen recently that tells you that Aaron Rodgers might just have You know, yeah, uh, I'll I'll tell you what, um, a lot from my perspective, Aaron Rodgers, the success he's had over his career doesn't come down to physical talent. I mean, he's a freak of nature physically at the quarterback position, so I'm not minimizing the talent. But what I think it comes down to for him is um, oftentimes it's trust. It's trust in his guys. It's trust in the, 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 the scheme. It's trust in the players around him, not trying to do too much. Um, and what I've seen in some of these last few weeks is I've seen an Aaron Rodgers who um, is trusting more guys around him. He's trusting some of the young guys to go make plays. And it's not it's not unique to Christian Watson, but he's obviously a big piece of it. But um, I think that there's enough left. I think Aaron's got He's got a, a couple uh, more more bullets in the chamber, so to speak, to raise his level uh, at important times. Um, we saw him in a couple plays in important situations scramble and run the ball and just take it himself. We've seen some of that stuff that he needs to do uh, where, you know, he's not taking the big, big shot, the hero ball shot, but he checks down and finds a guy to move the chains. And I think that, um, you know, the thumb has been an issue this year. I don't think it's the primary issue, but it has been an issue to see that it's not bandaged up is a good sign. Um, and I just want to see him go out there, have fun and let it sling. And I do wags. And this is a genuine, honest belief. I think he's got another one in him. I think he's got another year in him after this too, to play high level football in the right system in green Bay. Um, But I think that he's got enough in him right now. He loves playing with the back against the wall. He gets that extra little bit of attitude. And if they win another one, look out, if they go back to back, beat the, beat the, the bears, um, you know, come out of the bye, win on Monday night football. I promise you, nobody's going to want to be playing the green Bay Packers those last three games, because there's going to be a little bit of extra juice 
juice. There's a little bit of extra attitude and swagger. So I, I, I genuinely believe that Rodgers has it in him to, to elevate his game and to help carry this team with a young cast around him and win some football games between now and the end of the year. All right. Well, I hope you are correct, Dane. And um, I think this is same game parlays, easy and fast payouts, player prop options, etc. So right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Wags, check it out. Right now, everyone, and I'm saying it, Wags, everyone uh, can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. And Wags, it's a fun week this week um, because don't forget, not only was there Thursday night football, but there's also some of those Saturday football games uh, this week as well. Um, my least favorite team in football, the Minnesota Vikings, are playing the Colts on Saturday. Um, Miami versus Buffalo, it's going to be a ton of snow there in Buffalo on Saturday night. So um, don't be surprised, folks. Uh, don't, don't be caught by surprise. Go have some fun. Bet on Saturday games. Bet on Sunday games. Um, you can bet on players. You can bet on the odds, the lines, the whole to do. But this week, uh, this time of year in the NFL, you get that extra Saturday games, uh, which makes this betting and, and then uh, Absolutely. DraftKings so download Sportsbook, DraftKings that Sportsbook app now. Use Como Pro code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so Dane, let's shift over then to the Packers' defense against this Rams offense. And this Rams offense, you already mentioned a few of the guys, uh, bears no resemblance to the Rams team that we've seen the last few years. Uh, Matt Stafford out, no. as you said earlier, Cooper Cup out. Uh, those guys have been out for some time. Um, Baker Mayfield got picked up off the scrap heap and uh, amazingly, with only a couple of days of practice, led them to uh, come from behind victory in his first game with the Rams. Um, they've still got Cam Akers, but he has not been very productive and has been kind of in the... Um, um, has been in the doghouse in and out uh, uh, for most of his career, frankly, in, in L.A., um, uh, Van Jefferson was a guy that they drafted pretty early um, a couple years ago. Uh, he came back from injury a few weeks ago, uh, but uh, another guy that hasn't necessarily lived up to expectations in L.A. So there's a couple of names out there that maybe some Packer diehards that have followed uh, uh, the opposing teams in the NFL pretty closely over the last few years would recognize but, um, I mean, the, the, the reality is when you look at this Rams depth chart and, and who's really um, been producing, especially uh, here with Baker Mayfield, it's uh, at the wide receiver position, 2-2 Atwell, 
Um, it's uh, Ben Skovronik, uh, um, seventh round pick uh, out of Notre Dame. Um, he had seven receptions for 89 yards uh, in that uh, Raiders game. So uh, made a quick connection with Baker. Uh, but um, raise your hand if you recognize those names. Uh, and they're really kind of leading the way uh, as far as the skill position and this passing attack for the Rams. So, um, Dane, it's it's kind of hard when you look at so many variables and unknowns with this Rams team to figure out what you're going to get. So maybe it's better just to focus on the Packers defense. We know uh, what this Packer defense has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Exactly. So um, as you look at this defense, we've got Darnell Savage returning to practice. I He was kind of in the doghouse, got bent before he got hurt. So I don't know uh, if there's any impact there, but um, I, I think I'm just going to turn it over to you and ask you, what do you think are some of the keys for this Packer yeah. defense, not just this week against the Rams, but uh, down the stretch in this last four games, if we're going to play well enough to have a shot, uh, to win these games uh, as we move forward. Anything coming out of the bye that uh, you uh, expect to be able to see or that you think that we need to see um, some changes in order to uh, start playing at a higher level uh, down the stretch? Well, Wags, so I'll start with um, with the Baker Mayfield portion of this and, and, and for the Packers. Um, it's, first of all, truly remarkable. Uh, what he was able to accomplish with that that game winning drive on like two days in in the city uh, it was pretty incredible uh, for him to do that. That being said, um, he has no business in winning back to back games um, with with such a, a small amount of time with that playbook and knowing the the players around him. Um, that leaves a lot of room for miscommunication. It leaves a lot. I mean, limited route trees that the Rams are going to be able to to utilize just across the board. So. Um, so uh, that being said, all of that said, he's still an NFL quarterback. He's a, f- a former first round pick. And um, something that uh, they're going to probably try to do for him is keep it extremely simple. Um, simple routes, uh, simple, um, you know, ball out of hand play is not a lot of deep drops where he has to do a lot of check downs and look at different reads. Um, the Packers have had, um, since the Rashawn Gary injury, a massive challenge in pressuring the quarterback. Um, so as limited as Baker Mayfield's knowledge is and the limited success he's had at the NFL level, if they're not getting any pressure against Baker Mayfield and they're not able to you know, disrupt his, his line of vision and disrupt the, the, the throws and the lanes – he's still going to be able to sit back there and complete passes. And that will be one of the most infuriating things as a Packer fan, I can imagine, is not being able to get to Baker Mayfield and the guy who's been, you know, had a cup of coffee in L.A. is picking apart this defense. So um, I would hope that that Joe Barry, who I have very, very, very uh, little um, expectation for at this part, at this point, um, but coming off a long week off, I would hope that Joe Barry is going to throw the kitchen sink at Baker Mayfield and confuse him and and be creative and, and um, you know, win this football game. This defense is going to have a standout game and a standout performance. That's my hope. My expectation is a little bit in between because the, the to this point, I don't. I have not been inspired by the the defensive coaching uh, on this Packers defense. So I'm a little concerned there. And also, as bad as Cam Akers has been, he has not been very good, I think, for the Rams over the last couple of years. He's been injured and 
you know, just there's a lot of challenges with him. Uh, this Packers defense has had a lot of uh, difficulty stopping the run uh, yet again. So if we're unable to stop the run and we're not getting a pressure to the quarterback, I don't care who the running back is. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's going to be a long game. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to put pressure back on the offense. So I want to see this Packers defense come out and, and, um, and whether it's manufacturing um, ways to get pressure on the quarterback, whether it's beating the man up front, whatever it takes, um, at least disrupting Baker Mayfield and, and, and putting the clamps down on, on, on Cam Akers and keeping him under 100 yards will go a long way in this Packers team getting a, a win on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, and uh, one thing I will say is um, I'm a fan of Sean McVay. I think he's a really good coach, and he's no dummy. Um, the Rams have not been able to run the ball uh, effectively pretty much this whole year. But, uh, you know, leave it to the Packers for this to be the week that the floodgates open and the Rams run the ball. So I think to your point, right. they're going to try. They're going to definitely try. They're going to look at this and say the Packers can't stop anybody. Let's, we haven't had success, but they're not going to be game planning for us to be able to run effectively because we haven't been able to do it very well. Um, so let's, let's zag and make a, a run heavy game plan. You've got Baker Mayfield under center, as mm-hmm. you said, as amazing as what he was able to do uh, against the Raiders. Uh, he's still only been in LA for a little over a week. And so I think it would make sense to, to try to manage the yeah. game. Let's try to run the ball. And uh, worst case scenario, maybe we, we we limit the possessions and time of possession for the Packers. If we can get a few first downs and I'm talking about this from a Ram perspective, uh, kind of disrupt the rhythm of this game. Weather's been unpredictable. Um, maybe we get lucky with some turnovers. Um, special teams is just a roll of the dice for this Packers team, as we know. Um, so yeah, if I'm, Sean McVay and just Rams uh, offensive coaching staff, uh, I'm going to say, heck, let's run the ball. As you said, keep things simple. Uh, Unfortunately, as we've seen, this Packer defense uh, can't even stop simple. So it's been extremely disappointing. I don't really expect some, you know, magical light bulb to turn on and that this uh, uh, coaching staff for the Packers uh, on the defensive side of the ball all of a sudden figures it out. Um, that said, the familiarity between scheme and coaching staff is such that I would just yes. hope that this is a week. And when usually when there's there's no surprises, you're talking about divisional rivals or a division game. Um, this Rams team is not a divisional opponent, but they may as well be as far as familiarity is concerned. And in that situation at the NFL level, I feel like it comes down to Yes, execution, but then I think talent. And honestly, if the Packers can just play clean and uh, uh, take advantage of, of, of hopefully getting a couple of turnovers uh, on the defensive side of the ball, those are unpredictable. But I feel like with Baker and, and the weather, they might be able to poke the ball out, maybe get their hands on the ball, get an interception or two. Um, then this defense can do a respectable enough job. Um, so I... I I think, actually, um, that this is a week where the defense, they're not going to all of a sudden start playing like a top 10 defense that we expected at the start of the year. Um, But Mm -hmm. if they can make some impact plays situationally against this depleted 
Rams offense um, and just take advantage of, of certain uh, moments where they can uh, really force the issue. I think that they can actually have a pretty effective performance this week. But as you said, if they just sit back mm-hmm. and let Baker you know, pick them apart underneath. He's he's taking the the plays that the the Packers are giving them. He starts to get in a rhythm. I mean, we saw he played pretty well in a crummy weather game last time he was in Lambeau as a member of the Cleveland Browns. And so, yes, he doesn't have uh, Nick Chubb and uh, uh, Kareem Hunt behind him to run for 250 yards, but um, he's he's shown that he can rise to the occasion and be pretty effective to the frustration of pack fans everywhere. So um, I think you're right. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how the Packers want to attack this Rams offense, or if they're just going to sit back and play Ben, but don't break and just hope that this Rams offense is, is so ineffective that they're able to just keep it pretty vanilla, not make mistakes, and uh, get off the field uh, and and hope that you can force a couple of turnovers along the way. Wags, if you put your defensive coordinator hat on um, for, for the Packers, if you're the Packers this week, um, between those options, I mean, uh, do you not just go – be aggressive and like make it coupled with that. There's the weather issue. There's the lack of um, knowledge of a playbook from the quarterback, the poor running game. I mean, do you not just go for the throat and try to get up on these guys early? Nothing in coach Barry's tenure with the Packers suggests that he's going to do that. Um, But yeah, I would, I'd love to see him do that. Uh, You know, because Baker, (laughs) as you said, He's not going to have the full, you know, arsenal of of the playbook. Um, and even if he did, it's unlikely that he would have great timing, especially on a downfield throws with uh, guys that he hasn't really worked with all that often. Um, and as, if he's got, you know, extra guys coming at him, he's he's not someone that's been super accurate. Uh, over the course of his career in the NFL to begin with. So if, if you can get him off of his, um, you know, uh, spot in the pocket, make him move around a little bit, even if you're not bringing him down, I think that's where you're going to see Baker, you know, throw balls that are inaccurate uh, over guys' heads, at their feet, etc. cetera, um, particularly in this weather. And yep. so, yeah, I would, I would bring extra guys up try to stop the run, even though the Rams have been ineffective running the ball. I think if you can lock down that, that rushing attack and you're making Baker Mayfield beat you over the top, I, you know, maybe he gets a couple of throws, but I'm going to take my chances more often than not. Um, even in this uh, Packers defense that, uh, frankly, hasn't been great in some of those situations. We talked uh, in depth about Jair's disappointing performance against the Bears a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but I think Jair is a guy that uh, hopefully uh, he comes back after this bye and after that performance, a little bit of a reality check. He's played some of his best games as a professional uh, mm-hmm. against the Rams. And while they may not have some of the headline guys that they've had in the past that Jair's really probably gotten up for, um, I, I think that uh, maybe, as you said, Packers have had the Rams number. Maybe Jair is a guy that just matches up well uh, against this Rams, Rams scheme. Um, so I'm looking for him to have a big 
bounce back performance this week. And um, it would be nice to see the Packers line up, get physical, get aggressive uh, on the boundaries with their uh, uh, cornerbacks and, and having Darnell Savage back, even if he's not playing as much because Ruby Fords has planted him. Um, certainly, I think, still helps to a degree to have that depth back there. So, um, so Dane, I, I agree with you. Am I confident or do I expect the Packers to come out with an aggressive game plan? Honestly, I'd be kind of I'd be more surprised if they did than if they didn't. Um, I, I I'm unfortunately kind of expecting it's going to be a little bit more vanilla. That just seems to be the way that Joe Barry approaches things. And, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, I, I, with this, this being a depleted Rams offense, uh, I suspect that they kind of figure, you know what, why let them, why give them extra opportunities to beat us with big plays? Um, they're probably not going to be able to sustain drives. Nothing's shown that they can be really efficient over four quarters. Um, and while I right. understand that to agree, I think I, I think we just don't think that that fits the personnel of this team. And it's not just for this week against the Rams, but I think the last four games of the season, if we have any chance, this defense is going to have to play better. And I would like us to start being a more attacking, aggressive defense, take some more chances. And I think if nothing else, even if you get beat, that gives increases the chances to make some big plays. This defense hasn't played with a swagger, and that's really what's been missing. Um, so even if we're still middle of the road over the last four games, if that were to lead to more impact plays, um, I think I would take that to be honest with you, uh, because um, sometimes it just takes a little bit of getting that ball rolling. Um, and even if they're not technically playing a lot better, the players might feel like they're playing better. And that means a lot, too. So um, am I wrong about that, Dane? Or or, mm-hmm. or, or, or do you expect Joe Barry to come out and be more? Aggressive? I agree. I say we go out swinging. Let's go. I, I don't expect him to. Um, I've lost confidence <laughs> in Joe Barry as the season's worn on. I, I think you're spot on. I think we're going to see a lot of zone defense and it's going to be boring and it's going to be frustrating because Baker Mayfield's going to look a lot better than he should. And that's going to drive me crazy. That's my honest assessment um, on that. And and that's not to say he's going to be a world beater, but damn, uh, he's been there a week. He, he shouldn't even be completing passes uh, very often uh, against a good defense. So that's my hope though, is, you know, maybe, maybe we're wrong. But I, I, everything we've seen from the Joe Barry experience so far is, is is proving that it's probably not the case. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, Dane, uh, anything else on the defensive side, or just looking at this Rams offense? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I look to the special teams. Kayshawn Nixon's been fun to watch uh, as a kick returner wags. And I know Aaron Rodgers has been telling him to take the ball out deep. I've been kind of curious about that, and he's been doing it. And it's it's kind of fun to watch Kayshawn. I mean, you know, when when we're playing games where we're 13% odds of going to the playoffs, I kind of like the idea of Kayshawn taking it out once in a while and trying to spark the offense and yeah, through the special absolutely. teams. Play. So Dan, I think it's that time. Let's queue up our X factors and score predictions. And of course, this segment is brought to yeah. you by leap spirits. Leap spirits is found only in Wisconsin. And uh, you can get uh, leap spirits, vodka, 
or Leap and Lemonade to find them at a retail store or restaurant near you. Go to LeapSpirits.com and click on Find Leap Spirits. Uh, Dane, I'm going to kick it over to you to start things off with X Factor predictions of the week. Um, who do you got? Uh, you can start either on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. Yeah, um, it's you know what? Let's go with the offensive side of the ball. And uh, my Leap Spirits X Factor uh, this week on Monday Night Football is going to be it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Look out. Uh, I'm going to go with Aaron. Uh, I think that, you know, he's had an up and down year coming off a bye. Um, The Packers have an awful lot more to play for than the Rams do. And I want to see Aaron Rodgers put on a vintage Aaron Rodgers performance. I want to see him play within the offense, um, find the receivers, have trust in his guys, and go win a damn football game and keep this uh, season alive somehow, some way. The odds are stacked. uh, But Aaron Rodgers, my X-Factor, Elite Spirits Vodka X-Factor. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Yeah. And so we're we're picking the stars of the offense this week, apparently. Uh, but Aaron Jones, I the think, Aarons. is just chomping at the bit. He's, as I said, was a little bit dinged up heading into the bye. And uh, he is ready to get back in the end zone, ready to have a big game. Um, uh, A.J. Dillon has played some really nice football the last couple of games. Um, so it would be great to see that continue. But I think if this Packer offense is going to take us to the next level and um, and really play well down the stretch starting this week, uh, it's going to be back to the basics of what we started this season with, get Aaron Jones at football. Uh, we've got some guys now that have proven that they can be a weapon in a pass game. Um, so let's play complementary football. And it starts with getting our biggest skill position weapon Aaron Jones the ball uh, both in the run game and in the pass game and I think he can carry us here down the stretch and it starts this week love it Wags let's flip to the defensive side who you got as your Leaf Spirits defensive player yeah, um, I'm going to go with Devondre Campbell. Uh, you're talking about another guy, a veteran guy uh, that hasn't played up to par um, for what we expected coming into this season. Uh, certainly, he was also coming back from injury. So um, isn't like the Aaron Rodgers level guy of this defense, but certainly is a big cog of this defense right and similar to Aaron uh, with some of those injuries I think that's limited his his ability to be as effective as he'd like to be out on football field um, for much of this season Uh, recently came back from his injury Um, I think this by hopefully uh, did him a world of good and I'm hoping that we can see uh, a Devondre Campbell level performance of what we saw from him most of last season Uh, because uh, again um, we're talking X factors just for this week, but I think uh, some of the guys we're talking about, you already said Aaron Rodgers. I said Aaron Jones and now Devondre yeah. Campbell. I'm really talking about, yes, this week, this game, but I'm really looking at these guys. Can they be an X factor down the stretch for the rest of this season? Because if uh, Aaron Jones and Devondre Campbell are able to really raise their level of play up to the level that we know that they're capable of, um, then all of a sudden this Packer defense looks a lot different uh, than what we've seen for most of this season. Well, Wags, let's keep the theme going then with star players. My X factor this week, Leap Spirits defensive, is Jair Alexander. I've been critical of the guy. Um, I want to see him play in an all-pro level. 
I want to see him pick off Baker Mayfield. I want to see him shut down these no-name wide receivers from L.A. Uh, it's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. And I, I don't want Jair Alexander um, making mental mistakes or, or, you know, letting guys blow by him. I want to see him make plays on the football. I want to see him be an impact player that we know he can be. So um, let's keep the theme going. We've got four superstars of this Green Bay Packers team, all X-Factors this week. Jair Alexander is my defensive X-Factor. Yeah, I, I love it, Dane. I think we, we didn't plan for that, but it, it makes sense kind of no. where we're both coming from, right? So um, score, score predictions. Dane, I'm just going to come right out and yes. say it. I think this will be uh, a solid but a little bit of a grinded out game. I Honestly, I, I think the Packers, I feel good about this one. Uh, you said it. The Packers mm-hmm. got way more to play for than this Rams team does. I think they, you know, um, had pulled out a miracle win with Baker last week. Uh, and, and I just don't see them coming into the cold uh, Lambeau field environment. They know that they, uh, listen, they know that they, especially if Aaron Donald's unable to play, I, I think they're just kind of, you know, going out there and, and they've got some guys that are going to try to prove that they can uh, catch the coach's eye for next season. But outside of that, um, honestly, I think the Packers can control this game uh, as long as we don't uh, suffer an injury bug or a, a turnover bug in this game. I think we can win comfortably. I've got the Packers 27 and the Rams 16 um, <laughs> covering the spread and, and being solid ish on both sides of the football. Funny, we're actually extremely close, uh, even down to the exact Rams uh, score. Uh, I have 31-16. The Packers win this game uh, on a defense. There's a defensive touchdown in there for the Packers or a very, very short field. I think the Packers are going to – the defense is going to step up in the second half. The wind's going to be blowing. Uh, It's going to get awful cold. And I I do truly believe that once the Packers' offense gets up, if they're able to get up on the Rams, they're going to have a really hard time, the Rams uh, being there. Uh, to dig out and, and get a lot of points on the board uh, with with the limitations that we've talked about today. So I think the Packers win this thing going away, thirty-one to sixteen. They play probably maybe their most complete game of the year. I like it. I love it. Yeah. That would be great to give some confidence cool. here. Um, you know, this is should be the easiest game left. So that's why we said at the top, right, Dan, that we've got at least one more week of hope as long as we can take care of business on Monday night. And um, we can't control what's happening around the league. But, folks, um, if if you want to go ahead and and cheer for the Jets this Sunday against Detroit, um, that may not be the worst idea. Um, As far as Washington versus uh, the New York Giants, um, I I don't really know if it matters too much. Uh, Both of those teams need to lose a bunch of games. So uh, at least we know there's going to be at least one loser, hopefully. No more ties in in that one. No ties. uh, Is uh, is all we really want for. Uh, So, Dane, it's, it's to me... Um, you know, things have <laughs> crazy enough in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we we certainly saw um, the Seahawks get beaten by the 49ers in Thursday yeah. night football last night. Um, so all of a sudden, just as we said at the top, that sliver of hope has has doubled. It's still a long shot. But if, if we can go out there, and take care of business this week, um, then it's just three more weeks uh, to try to hope that the Packers can pull off a miracle and somehow make a run at this thing here at the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's have some fun. Let's let's enjoy uh, what we have in front of us. It all starts on Monday night in front of a nationally televised audience. Lambeau Field, 
games that matter in cold weather. It truly doesn't get better than that. Yep, for sure. So, folks, thanks so much for listening today. And as always, be legendary and go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.